Karibuni sana uh, to this episode 15, season 2 of Umeshare. This is a podcast where men share openly and we are targeting men aged 35 to 55 years. This uh, season we are going to be looking at how men are fighting with the things and the forces that are within them of those aged 35 to 55 years. So in season 2 this is where we're going to focus on the foundations or the building blocks of the men aged 35 to 50 years and also we need to look at the stumbling blocks of how this men struggle with life so we're going to discuss how the heart of man he's able to be led through these stumbling blocks we look at the heart and the position that is caused by a sinful nature that is uh, unhealed wounds the scars and also Satan's temptations over man. And uh, today I'm actually joined by two fantastic gentlemen and I'll just let them introduce themselves. I have Orenge and Tony. And so Orenge just tell us who are you? The natural. Okay. Um so my name is Daniel Orenge. I'm 39 years old. I'm turning 39 in a few months. Um basically I'm a father of four. I identify with being a recovering alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody who found myself stuck in that vicious cycle for about 12 years of mm-hmm. dependency on alcohol. By the grace of God, I'm almost three years sober. Mm-hmm. So, by all possible means, I strive to share my story and mm-hmm. give hope to anybody out there who is stuck in the same vicious cycle or at the same time as I do this mm-hmm. uh, with the intention of sharing Um, Christ through my story because mm. above all I'm here because he he saved me. Amen. Yeah. Amen and thank you. Yeah, you have a, such a strong voice as us as asking you earlier on whether you do voiceovers and we're going to cast for you. You can't waste that voice, man. Right. Yeah. And when uh, Tony all right, who is Tony? Okay, my name is Tony Kuria. I'm Tony Kuria. I'm uh, 49 years old. I'll be 50 in a few several months down the road. I'm married to one wife, Zipora, with uh, three children. I thank God that, first of all for the opportunity to be here. Uh, I normally carry out podcasts with my wife. Uh, we run a business together. So we so we run a podcast we've been doing so we've been running a podcast for the last uh, three years or so issues related to what we carry out that is HR consulting and <clears throat> workplace risks and all that but this is my first opportunity to speak in uh, your podcast yeah you've been our guest in our podcast the days when you were beginning uh, sure Kevin so yeah. it's a pleasure to be here mm-hmm. um i what what were we calling them scars yes. and uh, struggles and struggles yes. stumbling blocks stumbling blocks yes no scenes scars and satan mm. obviously uh, i have been a both both a victim mm. of demonic attacks yeah. uh, issues scars that have both psychological mental mm-hmm. even physical scars mm-hmm. that i've received in my journey of manhood karibu mm. sana and it's uh, It's an honor just to have you guys here and just to hear your stories and uh, you're ready to share and this Omesha has really touched uh, a lot of men out there mm. and also women mm-hmm. their wives and you know their their, their partners girlfriends Uh, we've had a lot of you know ladies who have just been asking us hey you guys have taken too long to come back mm. uh, you know we've taken probably a three week break mm. and so now we are back 
Um, and just to get into, you know, the topic for today, and today we're just talking about the stumbling blocks of men. Mm. And, you know, when you look at um, from time memorial, so we have three major stumbling blocks uh, that we identified. Um, and uh, this is uh, scars that we have gone through as men or wounds, Satan's temptations, and also sin. So just going back in time, when you look at uh, the, the creation of man and when Adam and Eve were put in the Garden of Eden, and I believe we all know this story, even before then, you know, we've always been asking ourselves, in terms of sin, did Satan actually sin? And by that time, Satan was uh, termed as Lucifer. Mm. You know, he was this beautiful angel with so much power, he's an archangel, and he actually sinned. Mm. And when he sinned, God gave him that name, Satan, which means the deceiver. It was him and a third of the angels who fell. So when you look at this whole issue of where did sin come from, it actually existed mm. in Satan and even before Adam and Eve uh, were there. And of course the deceiver came in and uh, deceived Adam and Eve and they end up, ended up disobeying a direct command of the Lord. And so we find that sin is innate in us, mm-hmm. that we we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And like what Romans, uh, Paul says in Romans uh, 6.23, which is a common verse, that for the wages of sin is death, mm-hmm. but the gift of God is eternal life mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. But you find as, as a man, because of being in sin and living in sin, um, this ends up separating us from God, mm. from the intention that God had for us. Mm. It paves way for certain things, behaviors that affect us in the long run. Mm. So when you're out of God's will, when you're out of God's protection, then we start living life by ourselves. Mm. And what happens with that it becomes a stumbling block. Mm. We pave way for demonic attacks. We pave way for vices that become behaviors and then become addictions, become lifestyle. Mm. And the second thing that we're also looking at is cars. Because we are all fallen, mm. we find that when you're relating with maybe your parents or friends, uh, some of us have wounds from when we were in primary school. Mm. Maybe someone said a word to you about how you look, about how you talk, or probably something they think about you which is not true. Or your father or mother may have spoken some words that were hurtful to you. So there's uh, scars that are given. As you grow up, when you're starting to realize yourself dating, you you realize that uh, maybe you love someone like a girl. You start becoming attracted to the opposite sex. And they say something or they do something that hurts you, you're wounded. Because of the sin that is there in the world, it's inevitable that... We as a generation, will, we are men who are wounded in one way or the other. Different types of wounds. And that becomes a stumbling block that paves way for certain behavior, um, certain unforgiveness in the heart that now in turn you hurt other people. Mm. And then the third thing that we're talking about, which is the third S, which is uh, Satan's temptations. Mm. I mean, uh, Satan's intention is not that we thrive, is that we actually die. Mm. And when the word of God says that, you know, he goes around like a roaring lion, the deceiver, mm. waiting for whom to devour, mm. and his plans are just to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. And that's the intention. So yeah. he comes, he deceives us, so he steals your identity, mm. uh, he kills your vision, mm. and the ultimate thing is death. Mm. 
And so this month, even as we start looking at stumbling blocks, we are also going to look at um, addictions as some of the consequences of stumbling block of uh, of of these stumbling blocks that have not been resolved and resolved cars that we've been able to keep mm. and have not been opened up mm. to be understood, to be dressed, to be healed wow. by God. Mm. Um, so, Tony, what, what, what comes to mind? Uh, <clears throat> yes, uh, this is a very good topic to discuss. Indeed, men, generally the human race, and men in particular, undergo the attacks of the enemy via you know, the wounds, the, the, the stumbling blocks you've, you've described. Starting first with sin, because sin is where all these other issues come from. Mm-hmm. You know, you describe the way Adam and Eve fell, mm-hmm. uh, the Garden of Eden, and uh, that's a whole topic. I like the way the late Miles Mundo keeps used to keep saying mm-hmm. that Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3 are so deep, it can take your whole lifetime. Yeah. Of There's a lot of uh, symbolism, meaning, and all that. Mm-hmm. In those, you know, the other day I was reading something I had never thought before that God created Adam outside of Eden mm-hmm. and brought him into Eden. But Eve was created in Eden. Mm-hmm. Okay, Eve was created in Eden. Man was the man. Adam was created out of Eden mm-hmm. and came, and God brought him. That's what the Bible says. God brought him into Eden mm-hmm. to cultivate, to tend, and care for it. That's very interesting. I never saw it that way. Yeah, it says so. I think in Genesis chapter chapter one or chapter two, there's a place. Eve, Eve was created in Eden. Eve was created in Eden okay. because it is when God brought man into Eden to tend and care and keep it and give him the instruction, and then He brought the animals so that Adam could find what name He would give the animals. Mm-hmm. And then the Bible says, "But there was not found a helper suitable yeah. for Him." And right. therefore, that is when now the process of Eve coming in. Right. So man is wild in nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was born out of Eden. He was not born in a place that is cultivated, beautiful, because it was the commandment was to tend and care for Eden, because the idea was God was to, you know, have the whole earth. Mm. becoming like Eden. Yeah. So Eden was the place where <clears throat> the princess, presence of God was. Mm. Outside Eden was t- and wild and tamed. Mm. And the idea was man was to populate the earth in order to, to make the rest of the world like Eden. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's, 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 that's just a by the way. So now when we come to the temptation of Satan seducing Adam and Eve from their purpose, mm-hmm. Remember, God had a purpose. He gave man, he gave man, by man, the Bible says it's male and female. Yeah. It's not necessarily the, the, the masculine. Because, you know, God says, let us make man in our image. So man, is, he goes ahead and says, so God created man in his own image, male and female. Mm. So it's a human race. And it is to the male and the female he gave dominion. Mm. And the reason Satan was coming to trick man, the male and the female, was to snatch the dominion that he had given, that God had given them. Yes. Okay, to put them astray from what God mm-hmm. had intended for them. Yeah. And from that then on, then sin became our inherent nature. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I normally, one of the things I, I'm sure, you know, the two, the three of us are parents here. And yeah. I'm sure even our listeners, many of them are parents. Mm-hmm. You don't need, to, you don't teach your ta- child mm-hmm. how to lie. Mm-hmm. or how to be self. So man is inherently sinful because of our nature, Correct. because of what happened with the first man and woman. Mm-hmm. So it is from sin, that broken that broken nature that we are, that sinful broken nature that we are, is now where now, both as you see, from sin now you find Satan gets an opportunity to keep tempting mm-hmm. us, 
And from our inherently sinful nature mm-hmm. and the deceiver, then scars are inevitable. You know. The issue of blocks, stumbling blocks, are things to be jumped over, mm-hmm. things to be overcome. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you, it is by overcoming, mm-hmm. it is by the striving, you know, both in terms, both by the enabling of the Word of God mm-hmm. and our own desire to follow God. Yeah. The way Jesus walks, said, walking in the narrow path, it is by our overcoming. Mm-hmm. God is given glory because he's seen working through us. And also we are, <clears throat> the word of God talks about, Jesus keeps talking, when he's talking in the book of Revelation to the seven churches, he, give, he says there's a reward mm-hmm. that awaits those who overcome. Correct. So the stumbling box is what are the, what do I mean, as it were, are the steps that we need to go over in order to get that reward. Absolutely. And I like that analogy because when we look at um, stumbling blocks, I look at the whole analogy of a building mm. and, you know, Christ being the cornerstone. And, you know, when you have a cornerstone or an anchor stone, mm. like, you know, for those who are building, um, that's one of the greatest supports of a building. Mm. And so when you have a, a shaky ground or a block that is, is not fixed mm. well, mm then that becomes a stumbling block. So mm-hmm. you may have a very good foundation, mm-hmm. but then there's something that is unresolved down there that mm-hmm. I need to probably mm-hmm. correct, which is a stumbling uh, block. So mm-hmm. that's a very good analogy. Orengi, what, what are your thoughts uh, as you hear this? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, when I look at the scene, you know, the, the, de- the devil is very conniving. And... Uh, one of the things is that it's quite obvious that sin is very attractive. And the question that Eve was asked is, did God really say? You know? mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, the truth is that we are in a, in a day and age when it's a bit hard to differentiate, when that question keeps popping in your mind, like mm-hmm. what, what is seen and what is not seen. And a friend of mine said, discerning is knowing the difference between what is right and what is almost right. Mm-hmm. So right now, seen in the world, um, the problem we, we are facing is how to differentiate what is seen. Yeah. And um, we have grown up in a society that wants to gratify the, the flesh. Yeah. And anything that of, is of God is spiritual mm-hmm. and doesn't have immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. So that discernment of what seen is what I think many men are battling with. And we are also trying to justify um, some things which are sinful mm-hmm. just so we can try and put God in a box. Mm-hmm. And then that what, that's what eventually leads to yeah. us stumbling. As when it comes to scars growing up, you know, most of us, there's a lot to learn from your dad. You know? Dads are very powerful beings. I like what Dr. Miles Monroe said. He said, when Eve was given the fruit and she ate it, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> when Adam was given... Things change. <laughs> change. So, so one of the things about man is that we are very powerful beings and, and through dads we are meant to learn a lot of things and um, growing up as a young boy, you know, at times you look at what our dads went through in their generations and life scarred them, maybe mm-hmm. through the economy. Yeah. And they would carry that home mm-hmm. and carrying that home um, would produce fruit that would harm the children. You would you know, be absent or you would be abusive. Yeah. And growing up, you find your child is lacking areas like confidence, mm. things like that. Um, mm. So scars are some of the things that men need to really mm. go and deal with. And one of the things I do, like I tell my friends, is that 
I don't blame my dad mm. because I understood that's the best he knew. Yes. yes. It's easier to look at it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I don't think he intentionally did some things mm-hmm. because there was a guilt that used to haunt them. Mm-hmm. The following day you'd find he'd try and make it up. Mm-hmm. And for me, I always say it's best to be different and say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you feel like you've gone overboard with your kids. And yeah. that rage was not because of what they have done, but because of something else. Mm-hmm. Say you're sorry. Mm-hmm. So you can stop scaring them mm-hmm. because you might not know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. let's take a quick break. The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. As for Saturn, um, the Bible says he's, he's like a roaring lion. One of the things I keep telling my friends is that Saturn has been deceiving people for so long. How smart do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How smart do you think you are? And I think mm-hmm. the problem is that even for born-again Christians, mm-hmm. we are not spiritually invested. Mm-hmm. Like for me and you, uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things, one of the reasons why I really love Bible study mm-hmm. is because it keeps me accountable to studying God's Word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you find many men are claim to be Christians, but they are only Sunday Christians, mm-hmm. and that leaves opportunity for the devil, yeah. and they're not spiritually alert. Mm-hmm. And without knowing, they find, they find themselves um, having to deal with the enemy. Mm-hmm. And um, this, of course, are some of the stumbling blocks we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's just my take on yeah. the three. Thank you, thank you. And I like what you say in terms of uh, not being firmly grounded in the word, mm-hmm. because there, that is actually a stumbling block mm-hmm. in itself. Mm-hmm. Because now, anything that you do not stand for, you will fall for anything. Mm-hmm. The word stands for truth, and okay. the Lord has told us that uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You can fall for anything, and you can even see what is happening in Kilifi, yeah. mm. with the cult, mm. and many other cults globally. But mm. this, this is one shocking one. But when you actually look at the, the root cause of the issue is that people have been deceived. Mm-hmm. It's deception. Mm-hmm. And when you look at even further down, deeper, deception, who's the father of deception? Satan, okay. yeah. So um, I believe people don't read the Bible for themselves. They don't get time to, as Orenge is saying, we're, we're in Bible study fellowship, not really market them there, but it's one of the platforms that has really opened up um, for us what certain books of the Bible uh, are saying. And drawing parallels from what happened in history to what is happening today is a very same thing. Yeah, very same thing. So um, just moving on to now the the aspect of uh, of of scars because I believe for men uh, this is one critical area that uh, some men even don't know that they are wounded. Uh, I'll give you an example of uh, when I was in standard seven. I I had a a, a big fight with another student, and um, he was an older student. 
install a date and uh, we got into a fight in the field and Ali the chapa give you something he gave me a beating <laughs> a proper beating <laughs> and the thing is he was uh, this kind of a guy who was uh, you know revered by girls was 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 the the hunch boy of of those days the man the man that thing scarred me uh, of course i cleared primary all the way to my high school and i kept on wondering even having nightmares you waking up one day and saying i wish i would have done this mm-hmm. but I, i wish i would have ducked mm-hmm. would have done this mm-hmm. uh, i need to look for that guy mm-hmm. this guy moved on mm-hmm. had nothing mm-hmm. and i believe even as men who are uh, married mm-hmm. i believe such uh wounds can interfere in our marriages or even what you feel probably your wife has done or said mm-hmm. uh you know in your early years mm-hmm. it could be a girlfriend it could even be someone who before you got married mm-hmm. spoke something did something mm-hmm. and you carry an unresolved wound yeah so unforgiveness mm-hmm. dealing with unforgiveness so i i forgive my pal we are today living in marriages and having in rela- having relationships mm. at work uh, mm. you know the office and also at home mm. with our children with our wives with our friends and there are certain things that they pick up yeah and you don't know mm-hmm. until someone says something boldly and says uh, by the way do you realize when i talk about something maybe it could be a question like how are you when you were growing up so probably you had a father wound or a mother wound mm. and you blocked completely mm. uh engaging with such thoughts yeah and you you notice when you ask someone about something you know about someone who wounded them mm. you know you have a reaction but it's only other people who notice, notice. Uh-huh. until you're told by someone yeah. <clears throat> and so you carry this unforgiveness you carry this heaviness and you don't know that that now is going to be offloaded yeah. mm-hmm. to your children mm-hmm. girlfriend or wife yeah. or even to just you know your friends mm-hmm. and they come out in different ways so 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 people find coping mechanisms mm-hmm. to be able to resolve those wounds or to be able to fill the gap that the wound left them with mm-hmm. yeah. and one of the key stumbling blocks that we are <clears throat> going to discuss uh in the next episodes is addictions yeah mm-hmm. so whereby you find a resolve it's something that you you want to find healing from yes that you don't even know that you need it's giving you healing but it's this thing that you are connected to that that again could be a deception from satan yeah. saying that this is it uh, as you're saying orange is very cunning mm-hmm. and this is a thing that you need to heal that wound yeah. but that thing becomes a chain mm-hmm. uh, an addiction and that's why you have things like people falling into pornography mm-hmm. sexual addictions mm-hmm. alcoholism and drugs mm-hmm. gaming gambling mm-hmm. it's also being a workaholic the people who are just workaholics mm-hmm. it's an addiction mm-hmm. and all these coping mechanisms that will help you go through the wilderness of the wound that you are suffering from mm-hmm. or even just the sinful nature mm-hmm. um, that you're living but there when you say you know uh the, the coping mechanisms as you've said uh it's inevitable as you're living you know the bible jesus himself said that in this world you shall have many troubles but be of good cheer i've overcome the world 
So I believe Jesus was saying that regarding the human race, whether born again or unborn again. The world we are living in is fallen. It has the king of this world, as Jesus said. Yeah. And therefore, we are buffeted as it were, uh, you know, from the time you're a child. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all seen children who are very young who get very strange diseases and all that. It's not their fault, it's not the parents' fault. Mm -hmm. So now you grow up, you become a man, you're describing your, you know, with growing up, you know, meeting bullies, in, you know, apart, let me, I, I resonate with that story. I grew up in, in Eastlands. Mm -hmm. And back in the 80s, Eastlands, uh, places like Jericho, places like uh, uh, Jerusalem, yeah. all those, you know, Bahati, those were not very, not exactly the Garden of Eden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly the Garden of Eden. Yeah, yeah you, 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 you had to grow up very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, in all those areas, personally, I, like you, I went through, you know, through all those issues that come up, you know, a child, you're bullied, you have teachers, you have parents who also, like, like already said, parents who, they also fallen. They, 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 I was fortunate I was brought up by parents by the time I was a teenager, young child, teenager, they were born again, but they were still wounded. They mm. carried stuff into, into their marriage. Mm. That, as Orengo was saying, it's now when I realize uh, my parents came from a very, a very tough background. This yeah. was the, this was the, I used the example, I used the, the analogy of a hinge of a door. Mm. They were the, they were the generation that hinged from pre-colonial traditional society mm. into the 20th century post-independence. They were the first to start enjoying the, the fruits of independence. Yeah. You know, they're the ones who are getting jobs in the late 60s, mm -hmm. early 70s. Mm -hmm. And if you, you mean, I mean, basically they were caught between two worlds. The traditional world that they had when they were children. Correct. And then the modern world that they were getting into. Mm -hmm. And if you know the Kenyan history, that period between the 50s and the early 60s, it was very difficult. Mm -hmm. Many of them were children. Mm -hmm. And they were not only hurt by their own parents, they were also hurt by... A conflagration that was happening in our country, yeah. you know, the emergency yeah. and all that. Yeah. And therefore, when they were, you know, when now in post-independence, they are having these good jobs, you know, they are, they are breaking as it was the shackles of traditionalism. Mm -hmm. And they get children like, you know, you know, you know we being their children and the staff, you know, I could tell with time I could be able to recall. Yeah. Uh, my mom, my dad, you know, they had challenges, they, they tried their very best. Mm. However, it was very clear, there was something once in a while that could flash up, that could tell this poor, uh, have stuff in their past yeah. that they're dealing with even as they're bringing us up. Mm. So now bringing us now, we now, you know, our parents now, their grandparents and all, mm -hmm. now the, 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 the stumbling blocks that you know, we want to discuss as men, we find now we have grown up, Kevin, you and I, we have grown up now, we have parents. And uh, there are wounds that, as you say, subconsciously, consciously, there are wounds. We're trying to look for ways to cope. You know, one time I was reading the Bible, as you guys do yourself, mm -hmm. I was doing my own, mm -hmm. and it hit me. There's a place where the Bible says, just to just to talk about one stumbling block, which is, say, alcoholism. Mm -hmm. The Word of God says, do not be drunk with wine, mm -hmm. but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I was wondering, what's the, what's, what's, what's the connotation, connotation between yeah. wine and the Holy Spirit, you yeah. know, between drunkenness and the Holy Spirit? And then I got a remember that because we are wounded, 
people use alcohol as a form of crutch. Yeah. Yep. As a form of help. Imagine they give the analogy of somebody who is limping. Mm. So you're using that bakora mm. to 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 aid your walking. Yeah. So the alcohol becomes a crutch because you have a wound, you have a injury. But the Bible is saying, but be filled by the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? He's our helper, mm-hmm. our comforter. So it's by being filled with the Holy Spirit, yes. he comes now to help. He becomes your bakora, mm-hmm. as it were. Mm-hmm. Instead of leaning on something that just draws into addiction, yes. the Holy Spirit now becomes your help. He becomes your bakora, your enabler. Yes. That yes. helps you. He, 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 he does not necessarily erase the, the wound, mm-hmm. as it were, the effects, the, you know, the consequences of the, of yeah. the wound, whatever you went through. Yeah. But now he gives you an enabling to be able to overcome yeah. that wound, that scar, as yes. it were. Mm-hmm. And you know, make you move on. That's yes. amazing, Tony. Thank you for for sharing on that. Uh, closing remark, Korenge. I I like to say that um, a man is not defined by the things he has, but by the deposit that has been put in him by the Creator. And we have very many men walking around with damaged egos, which mm-hmm. are a damaged ego is a scar. Mm-hmm. And um, we are always trying to realize who we are. Mm-hmm or bring out the man in us by coping through, you know, alcohol, Mm. pornography, Mm. or even chasing of material. Mm. Yeah. You find somebody finally strikes a deal and his character changes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, society needs to be sensitized about some of these talks. The other day I did a talk Mm. at a team building. Mm. We're talking about mental health and um, Mm. wellness and Mm. drugs and abuse. And the employees left so satisfied mm-hmm. with that talk because mm-hmm. they became vulnerable enough to meet yeah. their scars mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. and deal with those things rather than the normal mm-hmm. after party mm-hmm. alcohol. Yeah. So they leave the same or even worse. Yeah. So some of these scars and wounds need to be addressed and I believe platforms need to come up mm-hmm. where men can get to hear story and share theirs as well because that's where the true healing is. As you said, we are walking around with bandages and we need to take off those bandages and put spirit on that wound so it can heal properly. So many men are walking around with damaged egos and um, that needs to be addressed so they can realize who they truly are because the man inside of you wants to come out but you don't know how to bring him out. Mm. So you find somebody saying, Mm. I have to have a drink to be confident. Mm. I have to have this, I have to have money to approach a woman. That should not be the case. Or it should be be affirmed by a woman. woman. It should come naturally from you. And as uh, Tony has said, it's the Holy Spirit who in you, who should be filled in you, who can bring out that yes. best version of yourself. Amazing. Well, guys, uh, thank you for just listening to this episode. And, and, you know, we've just been discussing about the stumbling blocks that men are going through. And it is our belief that uh, you've had a share. Uh, Orenge, uh, you, you, you come from Kisi land. Yes. Yeah. Is your Kisi fluent, by the way? No. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what uh, Umeshea would, would, would sound like in Kisi. Uh, <laughs> that question is always a trick question. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Tony, thank you mm. for just coming and sharing your wisdom and congratulations. You know, you. Turning 50, 
is uh, is a major milestone. Soon turning fifty. Yeah, we are, we are behind you, but but following closely. <laughs> come along, come along. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much, guys. Uh, let's uh, tune in next week as we continue with this uh, story and this uh, series of stumbling blocks. And next week we are going to be looking at some of the addictions that men are falling into and some of the things that we can be able to do to help them out of it. Asante sana and have a lovely week ahead.